tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a root. Cash that fucking ticket, baby. Max Holma and his mustache to start off the season. Mustache rides for everyone, baby. <laughs> oh man, I've been waiting to hear that sound. That was that was majestic. <laughs> Hope everybody had some nice tickets. Sixty to one. What a value play on uh, Homer there. Whew, what a Sunday. That was one of the best Sundays in recent memory. I don't know if it was because of how much I needed the win or how much, uh, I don't know, just everything kind of came together and on Sunday, like the exact way you'd want it to. And with so many close losses that we had recently, the Henley one and the speed, you just kind of felt like something bad was going to happen, but it didn't. And, uh, it was beautiful. Oh yeah. The whole lot on 12. Holy shit. I was watching it with my brother and, uh, my wife had back surgery uh, this week. So I was kind of, like going between football, golf, and helping her out. And all of a sudden, I hear my brother scream, get in the hole, get in the hole. <laughs> I was just like, oh, man, something good to happen because he was down three at that point. And I was like, oh, I better be home. I ran up the stairs and I home fucking drill, drilled that thing from uh, 95 yards. That was incredible. And then the next hole, he hit the 20-footer, which was massive. I screamed. Uh yeah, I had, to, I had to take a little break and help put my son to bed. I was watching on my phone, and then we were kind of putting him down. I just go, yeah, when he made a 20-footer. <laughs> and then the one on 17, that was a be- I watched that replay probably 100 times after the tournament was over. Oh, my God. I, the way he walked it in. Oh, That was an electric walk-in. That, that was that's better walk-in than anything Kevin Nas has walked in. And that was like a Tiger walk-in type putt. That was great. Oh, and going into the week, I mean – I said is my favorite bet of the week. It was my best bet right up. Everything about it, I, I loved the whole week. I said I can't believe this guy's sixty to one. I rewatched what we were talking about, and everything lined up perfectly for him. Uh, the West Coast stuff, you know. I said five of his top twenty putting rounds have been on this exact course, and he just had lost strokes putting in seven straight events. Um, he put put it really well last week, and you know the West Coast stuff was obviously great. And then the value in the field was borderline absurd. Yeah, it was. I mean, he's definitely a top five to ten player in the field, right? I, I got to say this, too. I mean, people were acting like, in my texts and DMs, like Mav McNeely was fucking John Rahm with a three-shot lead on Sunday. Like, everyone was acting like this guy can't blow it. Like, it would be crazy if McNeely doesn't hold on here. What what has McNeely done to prove that, that it would be so uh, crazy and unpredictable if he blew the tournament? The guy's never won shit in his life, okay, for one. And two, no one's unflappable, especially on a Sunday. Even the best players aren't. You think on Sunday, he's driving it so well, he's putting it so well, he's going to make a mistake. He's going to make one. I was telling everybody, don't worry about it. He's going to make a mistake. He was he was at 17 under and Homo was at 14 under, and I texted at least five people saying Homo was going to win. You were one of them, so you can vouch for that. You did, yep. Um, that being said, though, should have bet him. 
Yep. That was a mistake. Uh, good form, Cali guy. I mean, I'm glad that bogey finally came. Actually, it was a double bogey. He choked on 17. But he played well, man. He's uh, That, that should have been a bet for us. Um, great short game. I do I do think a win it, or will come on some, something on the West Coast for him. Um, he's obviously a young player. Um, he plays the short tracks well. So I was impressed by McNeely. But, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's only been on tour for – Two years. I mean, he's not unflappable. I mean, you're correct in that take. And then uh, Mito played well all week besides the back nine on Saturday. Yeah, he, besides that, he was great. I mean, leading into Sunday, he think he was first or second ball striking. He played really well. He's going to win soon, too. I, I didn't mean to say McNeely's never going to win. I, I do agree with you. He's pretty good. Um, he plays a short. Pebble Beach was great. All those short tracks, we should have been on him. I agree there. Um, and Mito's going to win soon, too, and maybe Maverick will, too. But our guy so weird. He, Mito came in third. Solo third, and I think we saw like four shots from him on on Sunday. Yeah, he he finished kind of hot, and that was kind of it was a two man race for most of the back nine, really. Yeah, but Max was, I mean, that was def the definite play, the value, the sixty to one. I mean, that was a uh, that was the bet. Yeah, great value on Max. I mean, for a guy that's he's won two big tournaments, won the Wells and the uh, Genesis Tigers tournament. So, um, yeah, buddy of mine. Uh, Called me up Thursday morning. I th- thank Christ it was uh, the tournament didn't start till ten, and he was like, "Yeah, I took all your guys." This was at like nine o'clock. He's like, I, "Except the mental health guy, I, I can't get behind that guy." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Yeah, the mental health guy, Homa." I'm like, "Dude, you think of the wrong guy? It's that, that's Wolf." <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "You better go bet Homa. He's my favorite play of the week." So we bet Homa. Thank Christ. But like, <laughs> that's if he didn't get it. Thank Christ the uh, tournament was at. Cali got that bet in uh, on Homa, so yeah, that was nice. That's good. That was the guy who sent us the uh, Stu Finer thing too. So he's a good listener. Yeah, you can't. Uh, he doesn't like to bet the mental health guys. Anytime I bet Wolf, which is not many times, but the couple times I have, he wouldn't take him just because of the mental health thing. <laughs> well, it worked out for him because yeah. he didn't win. Uh, so anything else? Uh, anything else on this this event, or you want to move on to the Ryder Cup? No, great way to start the season. Great way to start the season. Love it. Let's get into the Ryder Cup. All right. Um, so, obviously, we're being hosted in the United States this year. Uh, I was at Le Golf National in France the last time we played it, and the Europeans kind of whooped the United States' ass pretty much. I mean, it was 17.5 to 10.5. They've won seven out of nine. Uh, but the U.S. has won two the last two out of three in the United States, so... Uh, this year we're at Whistling Straits, a course that many would say is a great setup for the United States team. It's a par 72. Uh, is it 72 70- or playing? I think it's playing seven, par 71 this is week. It, okay. They changed it. Um, all right. If it's playing par uh, 71, 70, almost 7,800 yards, it's a long course, bent grass greens, beat die design. Uh, it's been, it hosted a PGA in 2010 and 2015. Uh, Jason Day won that one in 2015. And I think off the tee is important. Um, long courses, a little Pete Dye stuff. Anything to add there, Blake? You're a you're a Ryder Cup historian, so what do you think? Yeah, I was on uh, I was on Day in 2015. He uh, outdoed Spieth. That was a very cool viewing experience. I love this course right on Lake Michigan. Um, Weather's, weather, I think, is going to be a factor on Lake Michigan, seeing some wind, especially Friday and Saturday. So that could play into the Euros' favor. But 
if you look at it, Spieth, DJ, they're all great win players. Um, so I don't know. Yes. Um, so I, I kind of just want to go over like, what do we think is going to happen here? You know, we have like, what, what's your overall take on the match? You want me to go first? Yeah. I think the U.S. is going to steamroll Europe. I think it's going to be Hazeltine all over when they won 17 to 11. Um, I just think the course setup is perfect for them this time. I mean, barely any rough. They're going to let the big dogs eat. Let the big dogs eat. Bryson, Brooks, DJ, let those guys eat. Um, and then JT, Speed, X, and Cantlay. Those those are probably going to be their two, two big lineups that they're going to go at it. Let them do their thing. I'm very confident in those four guys. Um, and then I also think this is a ma- big factor here. This this is the first time Tiger and Phil haven't been on a Ryder Cup team since 1993. And it's wow. tough pairing those two guys together. Or not together. Too tough par- getting pairings for those two guys. I know Phil had the Keegan-Bradley pairing, which was good for a little bit. Tiger's never really had a good guy. To, who was Tiger paired well with? Can anybody think of that? You don't think of Tiger in Ryder Cup golf at all because he, he he hasn't had any success, very minimal success. I feel like he's kind of embraced the uh, the team golf as he's gotten older. So, but when he was younger, he was a young killer. It was all him. It was basically Brooks's motto was Tiger back then. Um, and I, I so I just think this is a new age for U.S. Ryder Cup golf. There's not a lot of scar tissue with these guys. Um, you get six rookies, so six guys haven't even been involved. Half the team. DJ is the elder statesman for the team. He's 37. Yep. And then <clears throat> the last three times in the U.S. that the Ryder Cup has been played all in the Midwest. You get 2016, U.S. steamrolled them 17 to 11 at Hazeltine, which is in Minnesota. 2012, you had the Miracle at Medina. But the U.S. was pounding going into Sunday, 10 to 6. And uh, they, your Euros kind of some payback for Brookline um, in, in 99. Euros came back, won a close one. And then in 2008, Valhalla in Kentucky, U.S. won 16 and a half to 11 and a half. And that squad was horrific. Look it up. Tiger didn't play on that squad. That squad was bad. I don't know how Azinger even got them to win. I was looking at a picture of it. The only guy I recognized was Phil. I think I saw like Chad Campbell on that on, in the picture. Wow. Which is weird. So, <clears throat> well, if, like if I if this was in Europe, I would agree that uh, the Euros. Everybody just has this narrative that the Euros own the Americans. I just don't agree with that in America. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I I I know what you're saying. That being said, Euros can win in America. America hasn't proved that they can win in Europe. Like I, I don't think they can. Like. They almost they, they were close in 2014 at Celtic Manor. I think it was like 14 and a half to 13 and a half. But other than that, they get walloped every fucking time. Um, and then I, I just think the, the big narrative is the Euros own them, and and the U.S. doesn't pick the right players, and don't and they don't care about the Ryder Cup. They've been hearing this for the last three years now, and I just feel like it's all going to bust through this weekend, and the U.S. is going to take it down big. And lastly, the fans. This place is going to be rocking. This is a has become a massive event, and I just feel like the U.S. is going to overwhelm them with the course, with the course fit, bombers, no rough, and the overall emotion is just going to 
will them to a big, big win. It's going to be a big win for America this weekend. That's my overall take. Okay. Um, I know does, you're a Euro guy, so let's hear that side. So I am a Euro guy, um, and it does seem like the overwhelming consensus is what you just said. Right? I've heard most people say that. Now, looking back, 2018, did was this you know a lot of people said said Fran, uh in france you know euros have a good chance but there were definitely a lot of people saying that they think euro that us was going to steamroll to it because the team was just way better um so i think that you know the the europeans have only been favored once ever in a Ryder cup but 2018 the course was the major factor why the why the euros uh, why the americans struggled I agree, but was that the narrative going into it, or was that more? Oh, it was the narrative. It was the narrative going into it. it okay. The rough. They grew the rough up. Yep. And it was a I, short track. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, here, so he, he, here's what I think. I do agree. I think that's the most likely scenario. With that being said, I don't think it's as obvious as everyone is making it out to be. I don't think it's. But I don't think people are making it out to be that obvious. I feel like people are just saying bet Euro because Euro owns us and they win all the time. I haven't heard much of that. I've heard Euro. I heard the U.S. is going to pound. See, I, I'm completely opposite of what I'm hearing. Okay, but you then again, on, I don't, you go on Golf Channel and they're like, the Euros have won seven out of nine. Yeah, I don't they have a better. They have that. a better mindset. All that, all this, they pick better. They pick their players based on, based on fit. So I, I don't know. I, I just think the, the American team, they didn't get walloped in, in Europe, in France last time. I I don't know. I guess yeah. the only scenario, I can't see Europe pounding the U.S. No, I, no, I no, can, no, no. I can see Europe winning in a, like a close one. Like, what's the line right now? U.S. minus 190? I wouldn't yeah, bet that. I'm seeing like 200. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you can bet that number. The best value to bet is Europe. I, I agree with that. I think the U.S. is going to pound them. I'm not bet. I'm not betting minus two hundred. Fuck that. Right. I mean, I uh, I agree with that. So, I think um, there's no bet. It's, just, it's a no bet. It's either the U.S. pounds pounds them, or it's a close game. Um, I wouldn't close- say it's a no bet. I, I could condone it. I. I think I can own a Europe bet. I'm not going to do it, but like, I, if you bet, if you're betting this thing, I think like the only bet is Europe. Right. So I, sorry, I said that wrong. It's either U.S. pounds them or Europe wins in a close one. That's what I think. I think if it's close, Euro has a great shot, but yeah. I, they have to get out to a good start, um, and they have to kind of keep it close and then try to win it at the end. Course setup is is definitely geared towards the Americans, no doubt about it, but. There are some good guys off the tee on the European team. I mean, you got Rom, Hovland, then you get Sergio, Casey, guys who play long courses really, really well. Um, Casey plays long courses really, really well. So, Lowry. I have no been- concerns with. I have no concerns. Euro's very top heavy. I have no concerns with Rom, Rory, Hovland, Casey, Sergio, Lowry. I feel like they can compete with anyone. I, and Poulter, I guess. I'll give, I'll give Poulter the credit he deserves in Ryder Cup. So, those. Those six, seven guys, I have no problem with. I feel like they can compete and beat anybody on the U.S. Yep. They, yeah, they can. You, and the, you, the problem is the depth, right? You got Fleetwood, Fitz and Hatton, typically good. But, I mean, they're just terrible right now. Westy, he's old as fuck. I mean, he's older than the goddamn captain. 
Yeah, he's he's old. I mean, they, they got to hide him. There's some guys they got to try to hide. No, no Burned is lucky he plays Euro full time like a big pussy. If he doesn't get to play <laughs> Euro full time, he doesn't make this. If he's on the PGA Tour, there's not a shot in hell he fucking makes his team. All year, I was excited to give the Europeans a chance here, and I was definitely going to bet them. But the automatic selections did not go favorably for them. Oh, no, they needed Rose. They needed Rose and like a Who's couple the other guys. I mean, it was Bobby Mack or some somebody, um, but yeah, it didn't go well for him. But with that being said, I'm I'm higher on the chances than I think most people are. I know besides the golf channel guys, I just think U.S. probably pounds. But if they go out and they start underachieving and they start missing pots and they don't look great, is anyone going to be shocked? I'm not going to be shocked if 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 Euro uh, wins. That's my point. I'll be somewhat be shocked, but but I'm not going to be like. Yeah, I'm not going to be shocked. That's my point. So, I would condone a euro bet. Just, I just think there's a lot of value in the euro number. There is, and the way we're we're kind of going to attack this thing is not with the. I mean, we bet too much anyway to for that even to matter. I'm just, I'm just going to bet every match, and I'll take a couple shots on some props here. Exactly. That's what we're going to do. So, our plan, just in case you guys haven't heard it, we're pro- we're going to try to go live on. What Wednesday night, Thursday? Uh, sorry, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Yeah, when they announced the, uh, I think thir- Thursday is a big opening ceremony, and they announced the, uh, the first. I think it's foursomes is first this year. The morning matchups they'll announce it Thursday. Right. So, I think uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm not really concerned about the outright bet part of it. I mean, that's that's our opinion on the match. But I but I think we're gonna get in 2018. I made a fuckload of money off matchups. I was pounding matchups, and I won a lot. I was betting a lot of Euro matches. So I think we can pick and choose our spots here, and I think we can uh, do a good job of, of just you know knowing the right lines to attack, finding the value, and still winning regardless of which team wins in the end. You know, it was crazy in 2012 at Medina. U.S. was pounding, right? And I kind of stayed away from them. I, I wasn't going too crazy, and then Sunday came, and it was just like started betting every American matchup it got fucking crushed. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. And I held I held strong there. I uh kept fucking going. Rose. Rose fucking Rose had a great matchup with Phil. Phil and every time Rose would drill like a 30 footer, Phil would give him the thumbs up. I'm like, fucking Phil, what the fuck, man? We need to need a fucking point here. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a great one. So uh, I guess so that's what we got. The, the matchups are gonna be fun. And then we'll uh, we'll get in kind of the props that we're looking at. So just for everybody that doesn't know the format, uh, they play foursomes and four ball. Foursomes is alternate shot, uh, you and your partner. Um, one once on each day, uh, and I believe they announced foursomes were morning um, Thursday and morning Friday, and then four ball will be in the afternoon. Um, so. The Euros, I feel like, typically play better foursomes because they grew up playing that type of type of golf. Like that's what they play in their club. They play a lot of foursomes, right? And so that's, that's the their advantage. The U.S.'s big advantage is singles on Sunday, typically. Right, and that's their best. Uh, that's the best part of the thing is the foursomes. Do you think? So I, oh, I think it's by far the best, most exciting part. That's what I love the foursomes because you got to actually make some good shots and like. I don't like the birdie fest aspect of the four ball. Like you got to make a birdie every on every hole. I like the grinded out foursome. I think that's awesome. 
There's going to be a lot of birdies, man. A lot of birdies, especially there's some drivable par fours. She has the on one. I feel like Bryson, it's like 410 yards. I feel like Bryson's going to definitely in four ball, he's going to be fucking pulling that big stick out. Oh, yeah. Thing. And in day, day one, this thing in 2015, the PGA Championship, it was 20 under. Yeah, yeah. A lot of birdies. But the wind is going to be a factor here on uh, Thursday and Friday. Sin- singles is going to be a ton of birdies. I hope he gets some wind because, I mean, think of a foursome with wind. That's just a whole other element. That, that's going to make it tough. Yep. So what do you think, uh, before we get into some props, what do you think is some of the uh, pairing there? I'll give you Euro. You, you go Euro, I'll go US. You can take that side. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, this side's definitely more unpredictable. Um, so I was hoping for a Sergio Rom pairing, but I apparently from what I've heard from a couple guys, um, it seems like they might not get along all that great, which I find a little bit surprising. I know you find that surprising. Um, yeah. they, they usually don't do the country pairings, which I think is, is fine. But if the skill set is perfect, then I think it it shouldn't matter. Like I think that would be a great pairing because you don't want to waste. You don't want to put a shitty guy with Rom because he's not the type of guy who wants to to play with a guy who isn't great. You know what I mean? I think he wants to play with somebody that he's going to help get wins, whether it's Hovland, right? So I thought Sergio would be a good pair for him, and I also don't want to waste Sergio because he's the fourth best player on the team right now. Him and Casey, like you're going to have to rely on those guys. I don't want to hide him with Westy either. I want Westy on the sideline. Sergio and Casey are the two biggest guys for the Euros this week. Two biggest guys. So I don't want to stick Sergio with somebody who shouldn't be playing. Same for Casey. And you can't do that with Rom either, right? You know, there's definitely a thought to thinking they have way less talent, maybe trying to spread the guys out more and not mix a Rom and Hovland. So I guess, so what I'll say here is I'll say, um, I think they're going to mix it up a lot. So they typically do. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll see Rory Poulter at some point. Although that pairing, I don't think, has been as historically successful as we think. They def- I mean, I know they won that match in uh, Medina, right? But Poulter kind of carried his ass in that match. Poulter did carry this big time, dude. Yeah, I watched it last night, so I'm, I'm refreshed on that one. Poulter carried his ass. Rory was all out of sorts. He missed a shorty, like, tapping, and then and then Poulter had to make that, like, 20-footer downhill <laughs> um, because of that. So... How cool was Poulter that that day? Oh, he was narrating the thing. That was a great. I suggest watching that. It was great. The Miracle of Madonna. He was narrating it on YouTube. It was good. Really good. Um, and I, I love the European team. You know, I consider myself somewhat of a European. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my grandparents are immigrants, so I'm allowed to. But so so nice I have no nice paisan. Yeah, it's an Italian immigrant. So so I have no problem. Uh, I'm not a. You know, I I just I just enjoy the event. So. I, I think we will see Rory Poulter at some point. Do you agree with that? Kind of wondering what they're going to do with Vic, who they're pairing Vic with. Is it going to be they, Rory? I think they might pair Rom with Vic. Really? Because they were going out today. It was Sergio, Vic, Rory, and Westy going out as a, as a foursome. I'm, I fear for my life they're going to put Sergio with Westy. They used to play together all the time. They were very successful, too. Well, that's why I'm scared of it. I mean, it's not 2004 anymore. <laughs> that was 17 years ago. But in, And Sergio was with Westy yesterday in his practice round two, wasn't he? Uh, they put – that was their uh, – Oh, press releases. The press, the press media for the week, that's, that's who the group was. So, I don't know. Okay, so, yeah, I'm very worried about that. If that happens, it's, it's over. 
put a fork in European. So, okay, I'll, I'll, I think we might see Rom Hovland. Um, I think we'll see Rory. I mean, Rory's going to be a leader on this team. A big thing comes down to him. So I think they need to put him with somebody with a little bit less experience. Um, so maybe Vic? So maybe Vic. That would be a great pairing. I think Rory's hinted that before, that he'd love to play with Vic. That would be a nice pairing. But What about the Irish pairing? Lowry's never played in one of these. It could be that, but I know the, the Euros like to avoid that. Well, they played Casey and Hatton, English parent. That's true. They had they had multiple English guys, um, other English guys. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think Rory, Rory Shane would be a good pairing. I mean, it's tough for me to predict. I really don't – I don't know. I think they're trying to throw curveballs at everybody, including us and including the U.S. team. They're, they're going to use every strategy they can to give themselves any type of advantage. The U.S., I think what you see is what you get with these practice pairings for the most part. Do you agree with that? I agree. The only thing on the U.S., I think right, JT and Spieth are going to definitely play together. Good chunk. But I do think I, – I just got a weird feeling that they're going to put Bryce in with one of them at some point. I think they those could. two guys are, are perfect guys to play with Bryson. I agree great, with that. Great short game. They always get out of trouble from 100 yards and in. That's where Bryson's going to put them. If Bryson plays foursomes, Bryson's definitely playing the two four balls. I don't know if he's, they're going to put him out in the foursomes. I don't think they are. That would be my guess. Do they're not going to put him out at all in foursomes? No, I think he's going to play three matches, the two four, ball, two four balls and the singles. Man. They got so many guys. They got so many guys. They don't have to. That's true. Um, yeah, so Bry and Bryson will be with Scotty. Yeah. In, I don't know, In four you, ball. So who's DJ going to play with? Morikawa? I was spot on with that, man. I told you a month ago, DJ's playing with Morikawa. They're both tailor-made guys. That's a great pairing. It might be the one we're waiting for DJ, the one that works. That seems like a really nice pairing for him. It does. Big time. They have some DJ's, leaderboard correlation, too. He's good with the long irons, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, they do. Um, and then Cantley and X are ob obvious team. And uh, I'm pretty sure Brooks is going to play with Fino. And they played, they had success in France on for that, uh, those two. Um, and then it sounds like Berger in English. I don't know if you're going to see much of Berger in English, but I don't know. I can see Berger playing with Brooks as well just because of the, uh, the FSU. They played together at FSU. I can see that too. Brooks is just a dick. Yeah, see, I think that's overblown too. I, I don't I, that whole golf digest thing. I thought that was overblown. Well, you know, the the those type of guys are going to love to go after yeah Brooks types of guys. But I think I don't know. I don't love the comments either, though. I'm not, I got to be honest. I think saying no, the comments weren't great, and they definitely weren't necessary. But I just I think when they once they get into a team room, I, I just don't. I think it's going to be fine. Yeah. No, it'll be fine. There's not going to be any issues of it. And, I'm sure he'll play fine. He's a great singles record. I mean, he'll do he'll do his thing. Yeah. Um, all right. So, what do we got for props? Real quick, I just actually this kind of goes with the props. So I'll wait. Um, all right. So, my two immediate bets before I even looked at anything, talked to anybody, I saw this and I was like, boom, I'm betting these. Was top euro was Sergio and Casey. Casey was ten to one. Sergio was eleven to one. Thought that was great value. Uh, if you look at, you know, you can't bet Rom at three to one or whatever. And then Hovland, I think was six or seven. And with Hovland, the Europeans are a little bit iffy with the young guys. Like it wouldn't shock me if he didn't, if he, this year, he, they might have to just because of the lack of talent, but I don't know exactly what they're going to do with Vic. So, and he could be, could be great. And I hope he is, but 
I just don't think there's much value on the line on his number there. So I think the two bets, those two guys are the best, the Sergio and Casey, because if Euro is to compete, those two guys need to play great. End of story. And I think European, I think they will be competitive. I think they'll be competitive. So I think those two guys need to play well. And I think out of necessity, I mean, typical year, if you're a more talented European squad, you're taking the 45-year-old Casey and the 41-year-old Sergio and you're playing them in two, three matches. And they're, they're also mentors at that time. They don't have that luxury this year. That's their fourth and fifth best player by a mile. They, these guys got to go out there. So if they play four matches, four out of the five, which I think they will, they have a great chance to to be the leaders. And also, if you're if the Europeans do get their ass kicked, which is very possible, three points might be enough to do it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen. Uh, I was looking at it earlier. I think uh, DJ and at Medina was the leading points getter for the, uh, for the U.S. with three. Reed three and a half, and uh, Glenn Eagles. Three and three and a half for Rita, even at Hazeltine, when they won. So yeah, yeah, three points can do it for sure. So, so I think if they play in four, and I'm, I think they're playing four. Do you? Yeah, those two definitely. They gotta. They have to. <laughs> I mean, Fleetwood, Fleetwood. I don't know, man. Fleetwood Hatton's in awful form. Fitz is in awful form. All Fitz these guys is in are. awful form. Vernon Wesley won't be playing much. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I like those two bets, though, Sergio and Casey. Those are good, good odds. Uh, throw a couple bucks on it. Um, top U.S. score, I would take shots on X, Cantley, Spieth, maybe even DJ. If DJ, if DJ and Morikawa, if they come out that first day and, and win, and they keep them together, even Morikawa would be nice. I think he was like 9-1 to one top U.S. score. The question is, are they going to play the rookie in, all, in as many matches as these other guys? If him and DJ come out and win, that's what I'm saying. If him and DJ come out and steamroll their first matchup, they're, they're just like, we're going to ride these guys. That might be a great strategy because think number about two like... two and number three player in the world. If you think they're playing together and they're getting flowed out on Friday morning, like you said, it might be a great strategy. Think about like the Mollywood in 2018. They yep. played well at the beginning. You bet both of them and one of them's going to win. Like that, that, I think, is a strategy that you could employ here. And I think that's a good one because everyone's saying X and Cantlay. They're going to be playing together. That's kind of the popular bet this week. But I think that DJ Morikawa team could be really sneaky. I like the pairing. And like yeah. you said, if they play well, they're probably going to continue to play. So I think that might might not be a bad idea. DJ was playing well at the uh, end of the season. I'm not worried about DJ at all. I don't remember. He, he played well at the tour. He played well at the uh, BMW. Yep. Um, the, my, my initial instinct, though, was JT. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's the favorite, though. I, I agree. J, uh, JT and Spieth are the leaders of U.S. golf. Yeah, but the favorite isn't much. J, I mean, JT's 7 to 1, and Morikawa's 9 to 1. Yeah, I thought I saw a 6. Okay, I, I have a 7 available. Okay. But, but uh, that's who, yeah, I mean, you know for a fact he's playing in five matches. You can say that about him. Can you say that about anybody else in, besides Spieth? Mm. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. So that that's one point in his favor. And then you say he, him and Spieth are going to probably play together. So if they play well, they're both going to have a lot of points. Spieth's singles record in the Ryder Cup is horrible. Yeah, JT's is... Uh, JT's is good. JT has a great match play record. He's a great match play player. Makes a lot of birdies. Yeah. I like that. Um, 
I'll, I might take a couple shots here too on a uh, final score. Um, I was looking at us 17 to 11, 14 to one, 17 and a half to 10 and a half, 17 to one, not a lot of money here, but just, just a couple bucks, uh, 18 to 10, 21 to one. I thought those some juicy numbers. Um, just some fun props. Yeah, if you want to back the U.S. and you don't want to lay minus 200, that's what you got to do. Yeah, I'm definitely not laying minus 200 on the U.S. No, 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 no. Uh, Maybe if I found, like, U.S. minus two, I would bet it. I think they have minus one and a half is, like, minus 130 or something. Um, you'll get that. But last, another thing about Sergio I wanted to say, who I think he's going to play really well this week, last two uh, – WGC match plays. He played great too. That's right. We were on him. I mean, this is one win. of the best seasons of his. This is one of the best seasons of his. The last five years for him. He made all the way to East Lake, finished twenty eighth. I mean, he's playing great. And Casey, Sergio, Casey, Casey both Pete that guys as well. Yep, and they both compete on these long tracks. I mean, the last two PGA Championships, Casey's been in the top five. Kiowa Island finished fourth. That's the longest course in major championship history. So he can play these long ones. Yep, I agree with you. Thank I like those two well. guys. Uh, so I guess anything else? Um, no, I, I guess we'll save it for. I mean, we're going to go heavy on the the daily matchups, right? Yeah, I mean, I want to bet every one of them, and I want to bet a large amount on every one of them, and just fucking sweat <laughs> my dick off all day long. Yeah, it's a great time. I love the Ryder Cup. <laughs> so uh, fun. Sunday's going to be a blast. Sunday's the best. One of the best days in golf, Sunday at the Ryder Cup. You just got fucking 12 matchups. You got everyone going, action on all of them. It's just fucking great. I remember the last one. I mean, when I bet Rom over Tiger, that was like a great match to watch. Yeah. And it's just so intense. The fans make it, man. It's just it's just awesome. The Ryder Cup's the best. You're going to have Poulter getting the, the crowd fired up. You're going to – oh, it's going to be good. I, I hope it's – I don't know, hope it, I hope it gets a little bit heated. I know they're usually pretty cordial with each other, but there's been a couple of years where you see kind of some back and forth. I hope we get that this year. Uh, Hazeltine, I remember Rory complaining about the crowd with yeah. the stuff they were saying at him. <laughs> That's such a Rory thing to do. Yeah, right. And then um, you had the, him, him and Reed going back and forth. That was just fucking awesome. Yeah. So, um, so we'll put out um, nightly on – it'll just be on the – we're not going to do in between uh, like a YouTube for in between. We'll post some. We'll post our picks for the in between four ball ma- matchups, but we're just going to have the nightly ones. Yeah, well, the nightly ones, and then also like we'll talk. We'll, we'll kind of take a recap of the day. We're going to be live. Hopefully, a lot of you guys can just join us. Throw questions in the chat. Throw comments in the chat. Like kind of like we did when we went live for the final round. Got uh, when Henley fucked us there, but I think it'll be a fun thing. We'll kind of talk about the, what's going on in the day and just kind of every, there's going to be things to talk about based on the first day and stuff and each yeah. day. So it'll be a good time. It's going to be intense. So yep. let's, uh, let's get this party started. Mustache rides for everyone. Maxi mustache. Hey, we all got a nice uh, new pile of money in our pocket. So let's go fucking burn it on the Ryder cup, baby.